between Matt Harmy. Matt, oh my god. <laughs> I got it. You just combined Matt Harmy. Things with- You're drunk. Get off the mic. Welcome to Grapples to Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to whether or not the Mets will actually be successful with their new owner and new management and new coaching and new everything. I don't, I don't know, man. They got some moves to make, but who knows? Bye, Brody. Bye. Bye. Bye, Felicia. It's my favorite thing to say all day. Bye, Felicia. Anyway, <laughs> you're listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apples. That's Grapples, the number Deuce. two. Apples. You don't like SoundCloud? You got Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be. That's who I be, cause baby, that's who I is. Now, usually I'm joined by my hetero life mate, but unfortunately he had a family commitment, so he's not here. But do not fret, ladies and gents. I know, I know. That when I can't have shades on, there's only two other people that you guys want on this show more than you want shades. And so I got them for you. Ladies and gents, in the flesh. Bert and Ernie? <laughs> Just, who are you people? God damn. Got them. <laughs> Barbecue and beer. The Suburban Brothers are here. Come and get some. Let's do this. What be your name, sir? His name is Tommy Boy. Okay. My name is the Baby Maker. The Baby Maker! Big Daddy Hugo. Let's come and get some. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me on this episode as we recap and review AEW's Full Gear 2020, live from Daily's Place. Now, we've got some title changes, we got some non-title changes, we got some people entering factions... We got a lot to talk about. Before we do any of that, some backyard wrestling. Before we, oh man, we got some 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 cinematic fun stuff. <laughs> before we do any of that, before we go over any of that, can one of you gentlemen please do me a kind favor? Who did it last time? Um, I want to say it was Tommy. Yeah, but I'm gonna do it again anyway. You <laughs> son of a monkey's uncle! No, you can put your hand on top of my hand while we nah, do. No, forget it. I'm not touching your hand. Oh, I'm turning away. Go ahead, do it. Can one of, one of you? What, what Tommy you, boy's doing it. Go ahead, Tommy boy. Tommy boy, would you please? Ring the bell. Alright, folks. So, let's get straight to it. We had one pre-show match, and it was defending champion Serena Deeb, defending her, her North American... Freudian slip? <laughs> what? Her. Oh my god, it's a kid show. What's wrong with you? Serena Deeb, defending her NWA World Women's Championship, versus Allison K. Ten minutes, it was fine. I mean... It's tough because neither one of these two women are, you know... I mean, Serena Deeb is signed to AEW, but this is not an AEW match. This is an, N- an NWA match that happens to be on an AEW card. I don't know them. First time I've ever seen them wrestle. Yeah, I mean, it was fine for it what nice. it was. It was good. You know? Nice and sweet. Yeah. They, they, made some they got you warmed up. They didn't, like, get you hyped. They got you warmed up a bit for the show. Yeah. yeah. They, 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 they let you dip your toes in the pool. Right. Uh, the majority of the pre-show was, you know, video packages and getting you warmed up for the show. And the show opens proper, much to my surprise. Yeah, we, we looked at each other in shock with this one. Yeah. It was the 
AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament Final between Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. Winner receives a future. No, the cleaner Kenny Omega. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. We're getting, no, we're getting there. Give him respect. Yeah. We're getting there. Hold on. Okay, fine. With the winner receiving an AEW World Championship match. So, Kenny comes out first. His music hits. And two women come out with brooms. And I'm like, oh, man. Are we really doing this? Oh, yeah. And we cut to every audience member wearing Kenny the Cleaner signs. And all this. I'm just like, oh, no. We're... We're going that direction. Oh, yeah. All that's left is the persona. Because Kenny the Cleaner, that's like top-level Kenny right there. And I did also appreciate that they ran down his like resume before the match. Yeah. As they were introducing him, they're like, all of his accolades in and outside of AEW. It's like, oof. In case y'all forgot. Yeah. <laughs> in case y'all forgot. This is this why is he's here. Who we are talking about. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and then... Disappointingly enough, on the flip side, when Hangman comes out, he doesn't have those accolades. That's kind of what was the issue with Hangman coming into AEW was mm-hmm. he was part of the elite, but yeah, the Bucks who were like the seven-time IWGP Junior Tag Team Champions. You have Kenny who has accolades up the wazoo. Cody who on his own right is a decorated champion. And then it's like... for that's why, he, that's why he drinks. He doesn't measure up. Damn. I mean, that's part of the story. So, these guys... Surprisingly, it was only 16 minutes, 16 plus. But I thought this was a really good match. It didn't feel like 16 minutes. And you know, and, and, I, and I mean that, I agree with you, and I think of that in a positive way. Like, sometimes you think, oh man, it was 16 minutes, it felt like half an hour. Like, in a bad way, like if it dragged. Yeah. But this felt like it was 16 minutes, but it felt like half an hour in the sense of that this had the, the feeling, Literally. the emotion, the the... Gravitas. I guess the yeah, I guess like the gravitas that it made it feel like a thirty minute match. That's what I was gonna say. It didn't feel like sixteen, but they did the work of a thirty. There you go. Yeah, yeah. If you had asked me if it was a thirty minute match, I'd be like, yeah, probably. It Easy. felt like one, you know. But no, it was only six, it was sixteen and a quarter. But it was a really good match. Um, and they hit all the marks that they had to oh, hit. Oh yes. And they really played on the fact that, of course, Kenny and Hangman, former tag team champions, know each other. So they kept reversing and and predicting each other's moves. Right, trigger. Every time, every time Kenny Omega would come for a V trigger, Hangman would would flip it. Every time Hangman went for a discus lariat, Hangman, I mean Kenny would flip it, so on and so forth. But on the flip of that, that V trigger from off the you know over the top rope when when Hangman looked like he was going for buckshot, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Kenny hit that V trigger. Oh, that looks good. It was, it was a really good... At some point, you had Hangman look like he was going to try and hit the one-winged angel on Kenny. Yep. Which was interesting. Disrespectful. Dis- disrespect. You know what? Because, you know, I kind of like that in here. And I'm not usually a fan of using your opponent's moves. Mm-hmm. But if my opponent had all my moves scattered, I'm like, you know what? What's the one thing you don't expect me to do? That's a good I'm going to do your move. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Now, That's where I'm, using the other person's move really works for me. But I'm glad that he didn't hit it. No, 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 no. Because to me, hit. hitting your opponent's finish is like top-tier feud stuff. Yeah. We're talking Austin and Rock at WrestleMania 17 type yeah. stuff. No, I'm talking you know? just the attempt is good enough sure, for me to yeah. tell the story. Yeah, especially because they're former mm-hmm. tag partners. But if you're going to achieve it, you have to get the win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to hit him with and, the, with his his move, yeah. you've got to be you're like, not, unless Unless you cancel each other out. Like, if Hangman sure. did the one-winged angel, but then Kenny kicks out, and then Kangman hits him with the buckshot lariat. Let's be honest, you're talking about the most protective move in wrestling. That's not happening. Right. 
So we have Hangman hit the dead eye, and and hang, and Kenny kicks out. Mm-hmm. Eventually, Kenny does hit the one winged angel, but the way he hits it was kind of I don't want to say sloppily, but like. It wasn't as clean as you yeah. normally see the one winged angel. So when he hit it, I was like, "Wait, is this? Is we this both, be the yeah, finish? we looked at each other. We were like, "Wait, that was it." He kind of turned him right. Like, yeah, he, 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 like, he, cut, he exactly. Like he turned a little bit I, on the way down. I also think Hang, Hangman also kind of dove down a little too much. Like, if if you watch it again, I, I want to say Hangman kind of curled into the move because he's well, a top heavy guy. That, so too. I was gonna say, so most of the time you need help. The one winged angel, you need your opponent to help you out. Mm-hmm. They have to be able to tuck their neck so that you can grab their neck and finish the move. If you're a tall guy or a similar height as you are, like with Hangman here, mm-hmm. Hangman's really got to tuck into you. Yeah. Maybe he tucked in too hard. Yeah. And so he, it ended up twerking his body a little bit on the way down. It looks like that's what happened because it, it looks like that Hangman helped him move out a little more than he needed to. Yeah. It almost And so when he hit it, I was like... Oh, did he not hit that clean and we're going to get a kick out? But no. No. Kenny hit him with the one-winged angel. One, two, three. And Kenny Omega is now, I guess, the number one contender. Although they really just say he now has an opportunity at the AEW World Championship. Future world. And you know what? This one, I want them to build it. Because every time they said opportunity to future AEW World title match, the only time they waited was the first double or nothing. Right. Every time after that, it's been almost immediately at a random dynamite. Mm-hmm. This one, you gotta Well, let this it. one definitely, I think, is going to, rev- to Revolution. But then also what we spoke about before is the last time re- the AEW changed ha- title changed hands was Revolution. Mm. Do we want Revolution to now have back-to-back, like, this is when the AEW title is going to change hands? It's a fair point. It's a fair point. So, it's in my opinion, Kenny has to win. Mm-hmm. But we don't have any big dynamites. We don't have any big tier shows until Revolution. So that's probably what's gonna happen. <laughs> Either they do it at Revolution, they do it at a dynamite. It's or or Revolution is number one. Kenny versus Moxley. Moxley wins this one. We get a rematch because of something funny, and then we have. Omega Moxley 2, or technically 3. 3. At another show, and that's when Kenny takes it off of him. I can also see that up being a possibility, although I kind of feel like... No, Revolution. I, I feel like like Moxley's reign is, is coming to an end. It's been end. a year. It, at Revolution, it be a year. Almost whatever the exact day was. Gonna yeah, it's be a time year. To, it's time to go. Never mind. Thanks, job. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's move right along. The following match was John Silver versus Orange Cassidy. I'm sorry, every word about John Silver that went into my head came from, you know, being the elite, and uh, I, yeah. I can't say it on yeah. this show. Right. <laughs> we're, we're a TVPG show. But, I mean, look, this, this match was... I thought, I thought it was put in the right place. Mm-hmm. It was after Kenny and Hangman, before the next match... It's kind of just like a filler, but not really a filler, because Orange Cassidy is super over, obviously. Would I be out of line calling a satire match? I mean, this definitely was a lighthearted, like, this is not meant to be taken seriously. A lot of comedy in this oh, match. Oh, for sure. That's why I want to call it a little bit of a satire match. And what I love, what I loved about this match is, like, the shtick that we all love about Orange Cassidy, John Silver called him out. 
you know, he was like, don't, don't put your hands in your pockets. Don't do it. You better not do it. Don't do it. Don't you dare do it. And then he does it. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. And he's all angry. do that, it's John Silver. And then when, when Cassius does his little kicking thing, he's like, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> Stop it. It doesn't even hurt. You would think the way we were laughing during this match, we were watching stand-up comedy. Dude, he ripped out his pockets at one point. Yes. Yeah, he, yes. he ripped his pockets out of his, out of his pants. Like, you can't do it anymore because yeah. I ripped out your pockets. <laughs> It was it was dumb, but it was fun and it was entertaining. No, the match was a lot of fun, and, and they still they still wrestled and yeah. they still showed off what they do. You know, John Silver showed off great strength when he did a one armed gorilla press. Like, who does that? Like, Silver showed his strength that you don't expect from him, mm-hmm. and Cassidy did what Cassidy does. does. Exactly, Orange does what Orange do. And I, like the and I'm not gonna go down a rabbit hole, but how people don't like him because you have Cornetters, you know. Cornetta hates Orange Cassidy because he thinks he's making a mockery of the sport of professional wrestling. But he's not. But and I'm it, not gonna argue the. Go ahead. It would be valid if he was a crappy wrestler. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But he's an amazing wrestler. You made my point. Like, so it's he, like, why he, are you hating on him? Okay, everybody has a stick. Sure. He knows it. Yeah. More than anyone. Yeah. That if you have a shtick and you can put it over, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It does, and the guy can wrestle. Mm-hmm. That's so. What's the problem? I'm not gonna say he's a top tier wrestler, but the guy can go. Sure. Now here's, I guess, a little shot at you, Tommy Boy. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. How how is Cassidy and his gimmick different from the idea of the the, the debonair dinner or whatever? Because you got a superhero like MJF singing like an idiot. But he's but that's part. Nope. It doesn't. That's not necessarily out of line with his character. It kind of is. It kind of is. He's it's... arrogant. He's he's like and and with with Jericho, they're both jokey, arrogant, like rubbing each other's back kind of guys. Yeah, but if he's a super heel, you won't you won't be. But singing. he's not healing it up. They're both heels. Uh... He's not going up against the face. Yeah, when but he's healing you're it talking. Up. You're talking about a guy with a podcast that we know is in a band, versus a guy that will flip off a kid. For that image, for his healness, he's also a, a trained singer. Doesn't yeah, but we matter. don't know that. Like a lot of people, don't I, know that's that he's not a advertised singer. for me. I don't know. I what? didn't know that he's a trained singer. I you had, no idea. you had a wrestling person write an article on the fact that this guy sat there and flipped off a kid because he can't get out of character. Whatever. I don't want to get too deep into this. I'm just saying, to me... You brought it up. Or, no, I'm, I'm, to, to me, Orange Cassidy and his over-the-top gimmick is not too far removed from something like the dinner debonair, whatever you want to call it. I go to That's Broadway for Broadway. I don't some go to wrestling for Broadway. Some people didn't. So then you can say the same thing. I go to a comedy show for comedy. Yeah, but he's not doing stand-up. But he's still doing comedy. So is Silver, then. But that's what I'm saying. Whatever. Anyway, let's 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 move on. So the following match was scheduled for one fall. Are you going to finally do an intro? Because I, I asked for this no, earlier tonight. Do it tonight. the right way. Don't do it like that. I don't want to be super no, loud. Do, do, no, do Kelly it. sleeping. Justin Kelly sleeping. Kelly sleeps through M80s. Don't worry about it. Just go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. I'll turn the mic off. <clears throat> okay, so I got I to hold on. I got to lower the gain on the mic a little bit. <laughs> you don't want to kill our listeners. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> the following match was scheduled for one fall. And was for the AEW TNT Championship. <sighs> Announcing first the challenger, Darby Allen. 
and his opponent, the champion, Cody Rhodes. I like that little Can I, That was actually thank was you, pretty thank good. You, thank you. Thank this you, thank is you. why the people want this. I don't know if it's the people or just you. No, the people want it. I mean, I'll do it. I love this stuff. I say the people want it. I do this all day. I say the people want it. The people want it. Are you saying that you are the people? Because last time I checked, it's we the people. Do I? Wow. (laughs) That gimmick's stupid, remember? (laughs) (laughs) We the people. Remember, I bring the ratings. The people want what they want. my lantern. So let's go. Anyway, so we have the (laughs) AEW TNT Championship match on the line. Uh, Cody versus Darby. This is, I believe, the third between Cody and Darby, correct? The yes. third match yes, in general yes, yes, in the yes, three? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. The first one went to a count out? No, I mean, it's no, a, a draw. Time limit draw. Draw on the first dynamite. Time limit draw. The second one was Darby hits the coffin drop but rolls himself into a crucifix pin. And that was uh, the, op- the f- open challenge, right? Was yes. It? Yes, open yes. challenge. And so this match, we have Cody comes out with the whole Nightmare family. You know, he's doing the whole thing. Um, at first, it seems like Darby was going to work this heel. But I think we all know that if you have these two guys in the ring, one guy's a face, one guy's a heel. And it's definitely going to be Darby the, the face, match, Cody the heel. The match did start with Darby healing it up a little. I've got just, what a, just a wee bit. It wasn't much. What did he do? He slapped Cody in the face. The back, no, no, the back of the head. Yeah, yeah. He slapped Cody in the back of the head. Because um, I remember turning to him and saying... Darby's going to heal it up? Yeah, but then at some point, Cody hits a move in the corner, and after a kick out, he starts doing push-ups. Dang. And to me, I'm like, oh, okay, we all understand where this needs to be now. And so we have Cody healing it up, playing the arrogant, cocky heel. Um, Davis, you and I said that I think the first half of the match felt a little bit dragged. Yeah. It kind of felt like these are two guys trying to work different styles in the same match, Uh which didn't work. It seemed like Darby was trying to work a quicker pace, trying to get a little bit aerial, while Cody was trying to be a little Keep slower, a little ground. bit more grounded. And it's weird because they can both work both styles. Yeah. They just didn't seem to be working together in this particular match, at least for the first bit of it, in my opinion. The first act of the match. So out of, seven, out of a 17-minute match, I want to say the first seven minutes felt like the full 17 minutes. Yeah. The last 10 right. was like, oh... This is the match we were supposed to have. Yeah, I think once... I think what they were trying to do is trying to, I guess, figure out where the dynamics were going to be. Yeah. And then once they figured that out, I think that's when we really started to get cooking on this. I'm just shocked. This being the third match that they had to have that figure it out period. Because you got to remember with Cody. Cody can always go both ways um, in terms of heel or face, depending on the situation of the opponent. No, you're right. You're right. Because he's the face of the company. And at some point, he was the the hottest baby face in all of professional wrestling when he was going up against Jericho. All that promo. Uh, exa- exactly. The between, promo. Between that promo and the, the ten lashes with MJF. Oh! You know, those two segments alone, Cody seemed to be the biggest baby face in all of wrestling. But then we also know that Cody can do the arrogant douche heel thing. And I think I pointed out, that out after All Out, that... Yeah. With Cody's heel work that I wanted to see again. And so that's what we started to get. We started to see Cody being physically dominant over Darby in a disrespectful way. You know, and so it seemed like that was the story they were going with, which makes sense. Darby's a very thin guy. 
So it, if you if you play the story where you're just going to dominate him physically and then he has to be the underdog and use his quickness, that's the story you tell. Yeah, yep. I kind of ruined it by the at the end though. How so? Just finish up what go what's going on and then we'll go back to it. Um. So, toward, as we get to the to the towards the finish, we have the the big spot that was like, oh, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Which is where when Cody hits the top rope. Crossroads. Oh yeah, that was dope. And I was, I didn't even understand. I was like, did I just, did he just? What? We looked at each other's like blank stares. <laughs> it was just nuts. Yeah. And the good thing about the crossroads is that it's like a rolling kind of move, so it lands itself perfectly to the fact that once he hits, Darby's already almost on the other side of the ring. So when Cody goes for the pin, rope break. But thing is, it's the. It's not the rope break that if whoever's listening that you didn't watch the show, you didn't see it. It's not the rope break where Darby's foot just happened to end up on the rope. No, no, no. Darby rolled across the ring and his hand happened to land outside the boundary right, exactly. of the rope. Exactly. And Mike Kyoto, being the senior referee is, looks up, see Darby's hand, and stops the count. Right. And Which, Cody healing it up, I feel like he should have argued that a little more. Yeah, I mean, how do you argue that though? And again, remember, he's not—he's not full blown heel. He's just setting up the dynamic. He's just okay. If one of us has to do it, I got to do it, so I'll do it. But like, I mean, the fact that Darby just happened to be under the ropes—I I thought just, was perfect because I, just I mean, wanted, you just hit a top rope finish. I—I figure. I—I right, don't want to say argue. I say I think you should just have acknowledged it more. Like, see me if they were like, okay, you're playing. If I was in Cody's position, you're playing. You're telling me you're playing the heel role, but mm. you can't like full on heal it up. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's the typical referee referee line that you say in any sport? Oh, now you see that? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, That's I, enough for I, me. I thought it worked fine. Um, oh, yeah. What bothers me, I guess, and maybe this is what you were getting to, is Darby gets some offense in after this, and he hits the coffin drop. I'm sorry, but there was one more. There was one no, spot there was before one that you more. wanted to mention, Tommy Boy. It was the belt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This so Cody the, Cody oh. grabs his his weightlifting belt. He's about to whip him, and he's about to whip Darby Allen. But Darby reverses it, grabs the belt, and uses it to trip up Cody and go for the pin. Mm-hmm. Cody kicks out. I was okay with that. I was okay with it too. But you know what? If Cody, like, in going back to it again, I know he's not full blown heel, but if he's playing the heel part, I kind of like when the face uses the instrument. That the heel brings into the ring in a legal fashion to beat them. Right. Like that's a that's a typical wrestling storyline. I don't know why I have a soft spot for because I'm a heel guy. Mm-hmm. But I have a soft spot for stuff like that. I was cool with the way that planned out. The next spot is the one that bothered me. No, you and I was, were both visibly angry about this one. You know, Darby sets him up. He does his his setup that that leads Cody into a perfect position for the coffin drop. He hits the coffin drop. But unlike in the last match, he doesn't allow himself to roll back. He keeps his weight forward and mm-hmm. goes for a traditional pin lifting the leg. And you could see that he was doing everything he could to keep his head forward. Exactly. And so to me, I go, that's perfect. Because last time, he you know, rolled himself into a pin. Mm-hmm. Now he's learned from it. And learning that mistake is going to win him the title. Instead, Cody kicks out. And I'm like, oh, eh, bleh. 
No, no. And then the finish was just like like a, a, a pinning combination, no? Yeah. It was... It was like a simple pin. Yeah. Like they went back, pin. they went back and forth with like pinning combinations, and then he just caught him in one he that Cody in, wasn't yeah. paying attention, and one, two, three. Okay, great. Let's get to the point where which made me mad. Go ahead. So Cody gets down on one knee, gets receives the belt from out of the ring, gets down on one knee, and gives it to Darby Allen. Okay. So now you spent about half of the match confusing the hell out of us, whether you're a heel or you're a face. Mm. Whether whether you're 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 a jerk or you're not, because he did the at one point he did the push up you know mm. in the ring he was overpowering him he was mm. a brute blah 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 but then at the end he gets down on one knee and it's like you deserve it here this is you earned it blah 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 mm. which what is it which is it what are we doing he was playing the wrestler during the match and the EVP there yeah like I don't get that like it's so confusing like what are we what are you doing. So this is why you you go you don't go all the way heel in a match like this so that you can afford yourself that opportunity. Because now you can play off the heel stuff as he was frustrated. Oh man, it's the third time I, I faced him. The first time we, I, it was a draw. The second time I barely beat him by fluke. Now like I can't no, nothing that I do is working. So I resort to overpowering him. Mm. I resort to trying to use my my weightlifting belt. Yep. I'm doing all these things. But you know what? He beat me. At the end of the day, much respect, you beat me. Can we talk about the elephant in the room? Something that you that we mentioned right away that we were disappointed with? And you even did it in your intro. Yeah. Right away we slapped on the Rhodes name. Yeah. Um I know we can go on for this for did a they while. They say his his full yeah, name at the end of the match. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't do Cody, they said Cody, Cody Rhodes. Rhodes. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. So, on the weekly show, for those of you who listen, because of course you guys listen, duh. You better have. Like, seriously. Um, Shades and I discussed whether or not we thought Cody should go straight into Cody Rhodes or wait a little bit. I thought it would be better to just stay as Cody for a little bit and then maybe bring it out later and then use the Rhodes name as a feud with him and Dustin, which they can still do. Which, but, by the way, if you want the elaboration on that, go back listen to the weekly. Seriously, oh yeah. it's a yeah. great storyline. But we're not going to tell you that here. You got to listen to the weekly. That's right. Uh, but then him just, especially because it, in a way it's unceremonious, right? Because he announced it off air after Dynamite. So if you don't follow him on social media, you don't know that he's back to being Cody Rhodes. It was like a random name change. All of a sudden, you you put on full gear, and it's like oh. He's Cody Rhodes now? Well, I'm just Cody. So now he has a last name? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like the opposite of WWE where they remove names. These guys are just adding names now. <laughs> I think that's why they did it. I think that's why they did it to poke holes. Oh, you're going to take, Ma- take Matt's name out of Riddle? Okay. I'm going to put my name back. I'm Cody Rhodes again. Are you going to add a last name to Miro's name now? <laughs> I mean, what is it? Miroslav? Miro. Tretniak. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, I would have preferred if they had waited a little bit to add the rose to his name, but it's his name to use. No, no one asked you. No one asked. You're right. No one asked me. It's Cody's name to use. You know, well, it was some good storytelling in that one. Listen to the weekly, and you'll see. They can still do that. They can still do it if he starts to ego trip on being Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I think it's better the other way. We'll see. Let's move on, shall we? Yes, please. The following match. 
is scheduled for one fall. That is for the AEW Women's World Championship. Jeremy would have punched you already. I know. <laughs> people want it. Give the people what they want. But he's not here, so go for it. The challenger. While the cat's away. <laughs> the native beast. <laughs> Nyla Rose. And her opponent. The defending champion. And my bay. Oh boy. Hikaru. She da. Does she know she's your bae? No. no. She has a restraining order on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, legally she does, but she doesn't acknowledge me. Anyway, go ahead. I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't care about this match. Yeah, I walked um, And I love her. I just watched her. I'm a fan of Sheeta. I think she's a great worker. I just... I've, I've seen this match already. Yeah. Um, I mean, I she was going a- up against Mega Man. I mean... I gotta be honest. You know what? Let me let me give this match one set of props. They made Sheeta look super strong. Oh yeah, they had her yeah. busting out like top rope suplexes. Not even that. When have you what? seen the smaller wrestler pull the bigger wrestler's shoulders off the mat? That I, so she hits her with the top rope falcon arrow, and then the ref hits two, and she's like, no. Pulls up Nyla Rose's head off the show on shoulders off the mat, and smiles in the camera, like on oh, no, like an we, evil we, smile. It's not yeah. like a nice, cute, like Big Daddy Hugo is gonna be all happy about it smile. Like it was this evil. I want to hurt her more smile. Yeah, yeah. Like we we not done yet. This ain't over. Um, there's another match that, in my opinion, had a a bunk finish. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The match. Look, I didn't care about the match, so to speak, but it was a fine match for what it was. You know, Sheeta works stiff, and she did it here with Nyla. She's throwing knees everywhere and kicks everywhere. She hit her with the second Falcon Arrow, mm-hmm. um, which Nyla Rose kicks out of, and then she kind of goes into just a series of knee strikes, and then just like pushes Nyla down, pins her, and we get a one, two, three. She kicked the bejesus out of her. I mean, yeah, sure. She, you know. Kicked her to, to back to the native land I think with the knees, Nyla but was a little off tonight too because I know I pointed out like her kickout timing was terrible tonight. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't think thinking about it, I don't think Sheeta was supposed to push her down. You think Na- Nyla was supposed to just be down? Nyla was supposed to fold down like like a legit MMA knockout. How they just fold down? Mm-hmm. I think Nyla forgot to fold and Sheeta had a reminder. Like Nyla was off tonight. She was not because Nyla's better than her performance tonight. Right, it was, I'm and, not a big Nyla Rose fan, but I will tell you, she is better than what she performed. Tonight. I mentioned it to you guys when she did the Falcon Arrow. Mm-hmm. She kind of t- inverted her a little too much, mm-hmm. and I think she kind of um, she'd have hurt her. You think so? Yeah. Because, so you think it was a rush finish? Like I said, when when she got um, she kind of sat up a little bit. She'd have asked her if she was okay. And Nyla, instead of like putting her head down and saying, I'm okay, mm. she literally mouthed it, I'm okay. And the camera picked it up because I noticed it. You guys, mm. didn't, you guys didn't notice it, but I noticed she goes, I'm okay. And I'm like, I'm like that so was what? You think weird. the verb saw something and was like, all right, time to go home? Yeah, probably. Probably when she brought her down, she, she brought her down kind of maybe on her head or a little bit. Could be. And kind of left her a little like, Could be. Could something be. was up because Nyla, Nyla did not perform. The way she that I know she could mm-hmm. do, even her interaction. So okay, so she did gets the one two three and she retained her title. Afterwards, 
Um, Vicky Guerrero, who kind of is who's managing Nyla Rose right now, there was a bump where she accidentally got hit by Nyla Rose. Manager bump. So anyway, after the match, she comes in the ring and she starts yelling at Nyla Rose and like just berating her for the loss. And at some point, Nyla Rose uh, yells back at her. I'm Nyla Rose. And she's like, yeah, and I'm Vicky Guerrero. And slaps her. That's the thing. And that kind of takes out the head injury for me. Right. Because Vicky, knowing the business the way she does, would not have slapped a possible concussed wrestler in the Unless she didn't know because she was outside of the ring. But the thing is, but no, that the referee... Because remember, if that's a known spot for after the match, if that's like a known story that's going to go, the ref has to call an and the ref and calls the audible to, to go yeah. home, yeah. the ref would have found a way to get to Vicky and say, no. Forget it. Let's just forget get to the, the back. slap. Yeah. Just yell at her and get to the back. But but my point is that, okay, so maybe it's not a concussion, but even that interaction, correct me, I don't know, maybe she I'm overlooking. Right? And that interaction between Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero, it felt Nyla, weird. it seemed awkward. Weird. It, it, like, weird. It was like, I don't, did someone miss a beat here? Because like, yeah, she's yelling and she's like, I'm Nyla Rose. And now I'm Vicky Guerrero, slaps her. And then Nyla just puts her head down. Vicky walks away and Nyla's just standing there with her head down. And I'm like, What? And I don't necessarily think this is a story thing that flowed because I think that was the story. I think the story yeah, was no, that Vicky was supposed to slap Nyla and Nyla was supposed to be like, oh, snap, I messed up. But just the way that it played out in the ring seemed weird to me. It felt very, like sitting, well, we weren't in the living room, sitting on the patio, we were, If for me, I had an awkward feeling out there. I was like, yeah. do I want to still be here? It's like, you know when a couple starts arguing and you're like, you want to leave the room? Yeah. That's almost how I felt. It felt weird. It felt weird. It felt awkward. Um, maybe the acting was off. I'm not sure what it was. Something was off. The that energy was, was different. Yeah. Really different from the beginning of the match, and, and and to the middle to the end. Yeah. There was there was something off. Listen, something the match off. didn't do anything egregious. Sure. But I also don't know that her bowing her head after the slap makes sense for what we've seen thus far for Nyla. No, nothing. It nothing about what we've seen before indicates that this is something that would happen. It's a summary. She make it, made it look weak by pulling up and I don't want to call it a squash, but the way Sheeta was acting was damn near squash. I that to me was more a positive for Sheeta than it was a negative for Nyla. Sheeta was like on a new level today. No, Sheeta's on a new level, but I'm combining everything for Nyla. Okay. Between that and then just that awkward putting her head down after Vicky slapped her mm-hmm. did not do anything for Nyla's credibility as a beast. That's fair. That's, that's fair. That's the only point I'm trying to make. I'm not taking anything away from Sheeta looking great because any day that Sheeta looks great is a good day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if she's going to be the, the beast, the native beast or whatever, you can't... That, the thing with Vicky doesn't, doesn't, doesn't track. No. The Sheeta thing, yes. Yeah. The Vicky thing, absolutely not. They've got to do something with that story that, that, that makes it make sense. I don't know what... they got to rectify it Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. But let's move on. Yeah, what's next? Yes, please. Next. The following match is scheduled for one fall. And is for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Yeah, I get you an audition. Thank you. <laughs> Introducing first, the challengers from Rancho Cucamonga, California. Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Yeah, messed, messed up. 
hate those tassels. Oh my god, here we go. <laughs> Can you let the man finish his intro? And their opponents. They are the current reigning defending tag team champions. Cash Wheeler, Dex Harwood, F-T-R. Now, before the match even started, we all kind of... I know I said this. I, I, I posed the question. Is it even possible for this match to live up to the hype that has been built around this match for the last three or four years? Because while the Bucks were in New Japan slash Ring of Honor and FTR were the revival in WWE, NXT, whatever, this was the match that everybody won. It was two matches. It was the Elite versus the New Day. Yep. And it was the Bucks versus the Revival. And the Bucks versus Revival seemed like it was never going to happen. It was never going to happen. It was never going to happen. And now here it was. It w- is it even possible to live up to that? Two of the best tag teams in the world. Well, 128 and a half. Did it live up to what it could have been, in my personal opinion? No. No. Am I saying it's a bad match by any means? No. No, it was. A good I thought this was a very good match. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a very good match. Um, there were some spots that I was like, <sighs> whatever. Um, like Cody Darby, the buildup was just like the first bit of the match. We weren't paying attention. Yes, slow. I agree. The first act of the match, I could not care less. Um, once they really started working Matt's knee, and once they started going, okay, let's just be two tag teams to do tag team wrestling stuff. Once it became that, and then it became the, the homage stuff that yeah. happened in the third act of the match. Because um, there was one point where we were all paying attention. Like, yeah. They, they, yeah, we they got sucked in. They didn't lose us, but they, they brought us back in. Mm-hmm. Which that's what I can't completely take every mark away from it. Sure. But did it live up to that four, three, four years of however long of hype? Not quite. Who's injured? Not quite. Who's the one from Matt. the Young Matt, 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 Matt. That's why it didn't live up to it. Because that's what I was saying. Matt yeah. was not a hundred percent, so they had to break out all those old school gimmicks mm. to supplant the flippy, you know, over the top stuff. Because mm. they, the young bucks couldn't go because Matt's hurt. Mm-hmm. Matt does any of that flippy stuff, that ACL that they were talking about, that yeah. he's like on thin ice, it's right. gonna blow out. So they, you know, until he gets himself fixed, it, it's it's you know. Matt needs time off. He still has that back injury from like two years ago. But now you have now you have the tag titles on him. Yeah. You okay? You can you can't take time off, but you can take time off. Mm -hmm. The champions don't necessarily. You don't have to wrestle every night, but you need to be visible. I agree. But then it goes. It flies in the face of the stuff that they hated from FDR because FDR didn't want to. Um, fight every night. They kept chickening out. Mm. So they were the ones that were like, oh, we're going to fight you. We're going to fight you. You have to defend. I mean, but they could could write stuff in. Definitely. Like, have them get jumped backstage or something so that they're not doing anything really, but they're still progressing the story. They're still on TV, so on and so forth. The one thing I want to point out was, you remember the dueling sharpshooters? Yes. Matt had the inside one. Nick was on the outside. Yep. Um, Which is part of what I'm going to get into when we're talking about the, the homage stuff. I like how uh, who was on the outside. If you're asking me about FTR, I can't remember their names. I can never, for whatever reason, I can't figure it out. Okay. Even when they were in NXT, I couldn't remember okay. who was. Did who. it feel like a Young Bucks match? 
Basically, I love how the guy on the outside of the ring was tapping, tapping to Nick as Matt blew out his knee. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just those little things that, like, oh, if you were inside the ring and you were legal, this right. would be different. Right. So, to answer your question, Will, it did feel like a Young Bucks match, but it didn't feel like... Like, this wasn't... This wasn't the Young Bucks versus Kenny and Hangman. This wasn't the Young Bucks versus Kenny and Abushi back in New Japan. Oof. You know, those two matches were like, whole wall. This did not But you touch just answered those. the question. It didn't It didn't feel like a Young Buck match. It did. It's, it just didn't feel like one of their no, better yeah, Young, ma- young Buck matches. It didn't feel like a top tier. Because they people have been waiting for this match for years. But that's, I agree. That's so it didn't live problem. up to the top tier. That's what I'm saying. That everyone's used to. I agree. So it wasn't that kind of a but Young But ultimately, the, this thing. So... You know, I'm not going to use Meltzer. I'm going to use Topes. Okay. Everybody, before the intros even happened, this was a five-Tope match. Yeah. Couldn't, no less. Yeah. You know, you can't even say no more because there is no more. Right. Just, on, let, re, just on reputation alone. It's yeah, a five-Tope exactly. match, no questions asked, you know, that's it. I think that's what, I think without all that hype and without all of that, I honestly think... Take all that hype away. This match is better than what we're giving it guff for because of all the hype. Now, I mean, but, but but that's what I'm kind of saying though. It's like I'm not. I still think it was a very good match. It just didn't live up to its hype, and it wasn't as good as other things that they've done. I can name you two matches that were. Be- I just did two matches of theirs that were better. But and considering is, the hype behind this match, that shouldn't be the case. Did those two matches also have four healthy guys? That's a different... Yeah, for that's sure. That's how story. serious are Matt's injuries that... Because remember, he hasn't been healthy since the stadium stampede, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I did like... Before stadium stampede. Now, what some people might take issue with, I actually quite enjoyed, is um, that both the Young Bucks and FTR decided to break out the like Trivial Pursuit, can you name this tag team move? And it was like it was fun. If you're, if you're someone who's been watching wrestling for a long time, like the three of us have... I thought it was fun to see them bust out um, the Steiner. What was it the um, the Steiner Bulldog? There you go. The three uh, D, the Twist of Fate Swanton Bomb combo, um, the DIY. Because you know what, it gave us the fun part of naming the moves. Like right. for wrestling nerds, like mm-hmm. we are, Nerd. it was like okay, cool. Name that move. No, yeah. you name that move. No. <laughs> and on top of that, to me, it was it was saying, it was it was like a love letter to tag team wrestling, which is what these two guys, these two teams are all about. These two teams are all about. We are tag team wrestling. Tag team wrestling is amazing. You should give it more respect and love, and we want to give love to to tag team wrestling. Tag team wrestling done right is gold. Right. You so, hear that, Vince? <laughs> yeah, right. So I think this was kind of like a love letter to them, and on top of that was also them saying, man. These guys are so good. We gotta bust out whatever we can think of. What what have other greats done to put people away? The three D. Let's try the three D. Doesn't work. Oh my god. Okay. Twist of Fate. Swanton Bomb. That doesn't work. Uh, uh, Steiner Bulldog. That doesn't work. Man, these guys are busting out everything. Heck of a way to think of it. You're busting out Hall of Fame tag team moves because they're trying to defeat because the, the their opponent is so good. They're trying to do everything they can, including busting out the moves of legendary tag teams. 
So they're saying that each opponent is Hall of Fame caliber. Exactly. So they'd have to dig into that. Exactly. Oversized that satchel that extra. has all the... Alright, well, I guess so. Although, and I understand this is because Matt was hurt, it would have, in my opinion, it would have been a better story to tell in that if we're going in that direction. If they tried the Melter Driver first... Because that's their move. Yep. If they do the Melter Driver, and then FTR kicks out, and then they start busting out all of these moves, then you go, okay, I see theirs didn't work. What about everybody else's? Yeah, but can can they do the Melter Driver right that's now? That's probably not. That's probably that's why they didn't do it tonight. Mm-hmm. They didn't do it tonight. I know. They teased it like four times. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, so long story short, didn't FTR didn't FTR hit the Meltzer driver? No, they did a um, a assisted inverted pile driver. There you go. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember the finish. Matt yeah, um, yeah. barefooted super kick. Yeah, the barefoot super kick, and he, on his bum knee, he yeah. rolls he rolls back, clutching his own leg because he's in pain. Barely getting the cover. Yeah. So Matt, you know, they worked him over. They took off his boot and his sock and all that. Oh, that first foot stomp was ugly. But he ends up hitting a barefooted super kick. And one, two, three. The Young Bucks are the new tag team champions. Kenny comes out to celebrate with them. And Hangman comes out to the, the edge of the entrance ramp and just watches. Very weirdly. As the other three... Successful members of the elite celebrate together. Yeah, one thing I have to say is this time last year, I would, well, a couple, this time last year, minus a couple months, I was not a Hangman fan. I was. He won me over over the last year. Sure. So Which I was kind the goal. Of, and congratulations, you know, mm-hmm. mission accomplished. You did it. And I'm not the easiest person to win over. Mm hmm. So it's like I, I really hope he starts being you know starts being a little more successful and not the redheaded stepchild of the elite. Well, he's not in the elite anymore actually right now technically. Well, I think this is this is part of the long term booking. I think they're What's going that? they're going. <laughs> it's not the WWE. Stop it. I think this is them going. Okay, we're still playing the story. Hangman still feels like an outsider with these guys. They're all supposed to be friends. He's still the least successful guy that's come out of this group. He feels envy or jealousy or disappointment. Whatever the case is, he lost to Kenny. Like, we have to add more fuel to this fire before the fire explodes. Mm-hmm. Where this where, where he explodes, we don't know yet. But I think this is just adding more little bits and pieces to what we're going to see yep. eventually from Hangman. I hope so. I want to see him. Bless you. Excuse me, thank you. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so the next was the ultimate, the elite, the elite Elite deletion. deletion. Not ultimate. Between Matt Harmy. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh my god. You just combined his. You're drunk. Get off the mic. You just just combined his last name with his wife's name. Matt Harmy. Harmy. Matt Hardy. Did you you watch Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara? Hardy. Got Thank you, you. I got you. Harmy <laughs> wants to be a dentist. And Sammy Guevara. <laughs> okay, this match was insane. This match was, I mean, obviously. It's going to be insane. Any it's a deletion, deletion match. match. We had, um, starting off with just these two guys, or just Sammy and, and Matt at first. 
And immediately we have a tiny little tow truck get run over by a giant monster truck. We had, um, and then it goes to a wrestling match that's interrupted by uh, Santana and Ortiz. Mm-hmm. And then on Matt's behalf comes Private Party. Yep. <laughs> Matt busts out the Roman the, the, <laughs> the, the Roman fireworks. Candle. That's later. That's much later. <clears throat> I mean, that, but we know we're, as we're getting there. And then to me, the the main event of this match is they're aside the lake of reincarnation. Yep. He's Matt has now hit. Sammy with the fireworks a couple times. Oh god. He's full he's full of mud and he's like, You need to be cleansed. So he's about to throw him into the lake of reincarnation. And instead, someone comes out and they they're holding the hurricane. Shane Helms hostage. Let him go, let him go, or or he's or he's a dead man, something like that. I'm like, who is this guy in the leather jacket wearing a mask? And first of all, I see the hurricane that I geek out. I'm like, it's the hurricane! Yeah, we're like, oh my And then the guy unmasks himself, and it's Gangrel. Of all people. Gangrel. I think my Zach would go, what the bleep? Gangrel. <laughs> so then they they get into a brawl. Um, Was the Shockmaster booked? <laughs> oh, stop it. Um... Shane Helms gets thrown off screen into the Lake of Reincarnation. Comes, <laughs> no, no, no. Comes back. You missed something. This is before Gangrel, no? No, before the, when they they stop and talk. Oh, no, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He goes, Matt, this is after he what saves him from Gangrel. What took you so long? It's been two years. He's like, I had to... I had to, I had to wait to get to AEW so I could finish, finish this properly. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Hurricane goes, what's up with that? What's up with that? <laughs> he gets thrown into the lake of reincarnation, and then he comes back in his like suit as Gregory Helms. As Gregory, and Helms. then he gets, th- and then, and then he gets thrown back into the lake of reincarnation. Was- Jr. of uh, listen, listen, oh yeah, we give Jr. Jr. we give Jr. a lot of guff for his 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 commentary. This is the timing that was deservedly great. so, deservedly so. But yeah, he was he was in rare form tonight in a positive way. He goes, I guess it's hurricane season. No, he said he, th- he no. When he came back, he came then, back as the hurricane, and he goes, oh, he's, he's, a strong a, he's always swimmer, been a strong swimmer." swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> because he when he threw him into the lake, he was flailing like he was dying. And then he comes back oh. as the hurricane without any fanfare. He's just in the middle of the match again in the ring, fighting Gangrel, who's now in ring gear. <laughs> it was just so insane. And then they finally get into the, the part of the Hardy compound where they have the, the wrestling ring that Matt trains in. And he locks the door so it's just Matt and Sammy. And you see... What do they call it? They, they think they call it the, the Dome of Deletion. Thank you. And so we get the, the chair of wheels, the mower of lawns. Um, we were naming all the instruments. It was, it was so ridiculous. Well, you and I were like, where is it? Where is it? Chair of wheels! Chair the mower of lawns! Mower of lawns! <laughs> I have a mower of lawns outside. And before they locked it in, they had the 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 dilapidated boat. Yes, and we had a. Oh, you guys you were upset were, because the dilapidated boat didn't make a, a make an appearance. Yeah, because the first and time, all of a sudden, it just plops out of the And you two idiots, dilapidated boat. <laughs> And I'm just sitting there shaking my head like, what? what's wrong with these two Yo, gentlemen? when Will the Thrill and I mark out, we uh, mark out. Over a dilapidated boat. It was so hey, much fun. I love this the stuff. It's so dumb. Things. It's so dumb. Um, 
We they get in the ring. There's a table and a ladder set up. It was a ridiculous match. Oh, it was so dumb. It was great. Uh, what deletion match isn't ridiculously dumb? Well, Sammy puts Matt through the table in the ring. In, in the ring. In the ring. Yeah. And then they go out of the ring where Matt puts Sammy through a table. Which we don't see. Which we don't see. And then he's... For reasons. There, there's legit reasons. He's now Sammy's quote-unquote bleeding from the back of his head. Um, and then Matt... What I like here is Matt got revenge for everything Sammy did to him. Right. Well, he hit him with the Back chair. Back the head. Yeah. Hit him square in this, the forehead with the chair. Mm-hmm. And then, right, the forehead of the chair, right. And then he sets him up for the, you know, the one-man concerto. Mm-hmm. And gets the pin, one, two, three. And Matt Hardy wins the elite deletion match. Private Party comes in. They let they help Matt put him into a garbage pail. A garbage pail. In which they load into the back of a pickup truck, which Senior, Senior Benjamin is driving. Senior, Senior Benjamin. And he drives it. What does he dispose of this? Um, what does he what call it? What did he exactly say? Well, he calls him garbage, basically. Yes, but in, but a, he... in a Matt Hardy way. In Damascus terms. In Damascus, in a Damascus kind of way. <laughs> Tell them to get rid of the garbage. The refuse. Thank you, the uh, refuse. And so, Matt Hardy this wins. vile the, refuse. And, and so the match ends, and there's fireworks and pyro, and you have Remy celebrating with with uh, Matt and Private Party. I hate to... I'm gonna... I might lose something, but did you ever play in the NHL game series... Like threes or something like that. Threes were introduced once I had stopped playing the NHL games. Oh, okay. So, because after you win, like, the camera, like, zooms out. Like, you're standing there. The team's, like, posing, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, like, an NHL threes feel to that. Gotcha. Oh, what did, what did uh, Matt say at the beginning of the of the match? That was simply orgasmic. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. That's actually... He set the tone. When he said that, I was like, okay, this match is going to be different. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. So now we move on. The penultimate match of the night was... I have to sit this one out because I was doing other stuff. MJF versus Chris Jericho. Except for the entrance. That was great. If MJF won, he and Wardlow would be a part of the inner circle. So the match is about to start. The lights go out. At first, I thought something happened. I'm like, Tom... You started yelling at me for no reason. (laughs) I was like, hey... Fix your TV. And he's like, it's not my TV, you idiot. It's Listen, they're projecting, you moron. <laughs> and so they're talking. I was like, oh, okay, never mind. And then do you see, like, lights in a silhouette of someone's, like... Arms extended. Arms extended. And I was like, <gasps> Jericho brought back the jacket? No. It's MJF. <laughs> Indeed. It's MJF in, like, a... a Light a, up Burberry room. Exactly. Exactly. He wanted to bring the... the the jacket back, but he was light on three thousand dollars. So, you know, oh. you know, he's he's he, you know, he couldn't afford the jacket. You know. D. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Awkward. Yeah. Tension. <sighs> Disappointed. Anyway, so very much uh, so. Yeah. So, I mean, this match was whatever. It was fine. It was. You I, know, I was walking the dog. It was MJF versus Jericho. What do you expect? That's what you're gonna get. They fought. They sweated a little bit. Yeah. They got into a couple of holds. I heard MJF yell, oh, you know what? Oh, <laughs> Jericho does a, uh, delivers a back body drop to MJF, and MJF yells an expletive on the way out. That was fun. That's nice. Um, 
he tries to win. So he brings in a bat, which then Jericho grabs, and he threatens to hit MJF with the bat. So MJF goes, you know what? Throws him the bird, throws himself on the mat. Aubrey Edwards turns around, sees Jericho. Ala Eddie Guerrero. Ala Eddie. Uh, sees, MJ, sees Jericho with the bat, yells at Jericho that she's going to disqualify him, at which point MJF rolls up Jericho. Um, and that was the that was the finish, right? The roll up. I, I was watching it. Yeah. Now uh, Wardlow and um. Yeah. So now Jericho and and, and MJF and Wardlow are now a part of the inner circle. So next match. <laughs> so the main event. <clears throat> Whoa. It's a title match. Do you jump? Uh, why did you clear my throat, guy? Remember, Will. Oh, but you kind of started off a little. Wild, Remember, Will. It? I love you three thousand. This is the oh. main event. Like, come on, man. The following match. The main event. Is an I quit match for the AEW World Championship. The challenger, Eddie Kingston. Looking like a tube of aqua fresh. And, oh, well, <laughs> can I can I get there, please? Wait, wait. First of all, he's from Yonkers. You messed that one up. I didn't say where Listen, he was from because I can remember off the top of my head where he's from. No, he just said the challenger Eddie exactly. Kingston looking like a If I can't remember fresh. where they're from off the top of my head, I'm not going to do it. Well, he's from Yonkers. Okay, from Yonkers. He's Eddie a New Yorker. He's a New Yorker. <laughs> All right. And his wait, opponent. Wait, wait, wait. wait what? Wait, wait, wait. Why? I got to time this. Why? Time you, what? Let's see how long you can go. Go. It's the last one. What just do it. Don't breathe. One breath. <laughs> <laughs> and his opponent, the champion, John Moxley. You even hit two seconds on John. I'm disappointed. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to do. Yeah, you are. I'm not. Yep. No, I'm not. Yep. No, I'm not. Yep. I'm still like an inkling of it, but I'm not really though. Yeah, all right, fine. Anyway, <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so before we even talk about the match itself, we were talking about the match and the idea of the match, and 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 Tommy Boy had mentioned that. He struggles to see Eddie Kingston as a main eventer. Looking like a tube of Aquafresh helped that theory. Right. <laughs> so, at first I was like, nah, like, you know, who cares what his look is? Like, he's earned his due. He's, you know, been in the, in the business for 20 that. years. And, and I gave you that. The guy can go. He's not like a, you know, number one wrestler on the planet. But the, he's, a, he's a competent enough wrestler. Put the belt on him, you know, just for a little bit. As, if nothing else, as a matter of respect. And, um... Kind of hard to argue for Eddie Kingston in any favor when your ring gear looks like a tube of Aquafresh toothpaste. You, you look like something that came out of Britt Baker's office with your floor, with your fluoride colored tank top and your white and fluoride colored shorts and your kick pads that look like they're two sizes too big. I, it wasn't a good look. No. No. <sighs> I, I don't know. I, he looks better in his in like in ring promos than he does in his wrestling gear. Yep. But anyway, this is not a fashion show. The match. It's an I quit match. Yeah, don't get stuck on. And it, it uh, gave us stuff. exactly what these really tassel boy. Well, don't go down the road that I go down. It's a <laughs> deep dark well of tassels and and ridiculous eighties gear. Okay, look, you, you're gonna get me going. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Didn't I predict a rant? Didn't I predict a rant? Black tights, okay. purple and yellow tassels. Oh my god! They even do it as heels. 
Oh my god, I'm gonna lose it! Can I mention that Hangman had tassels on his, uh, on his, uh... Yeah, but he's a cowboy. Yeah, but he's it a cowboy, sense. and they're no, little tiny ones. It's tassels. Yeah, you're right, but they're little tiny ones. It's tassels. They're not, like, six feet long, and those guys are <laughs> six feet tall. I'm telling you, we gotta lock him in a room one day with nothing but rockers... And Young Bucks matches. See, the Rockers make sense. They were in the freaking 80s. This is 2020. Grow up. Sorry. Go ahead. Proceed. I'm, I'm sorry. We're going to okay. get him so drunk one night. This is so fun. That we're just going to put tassels on him. I'm half drunk right now and I hate those stupid tassels. No, but when you go to sleep, we're going to put tassels on you. <laughs> and, and, so, the, I mean, look. If you expected John Moxley and Eddie Kingston to be a... A five-star technical mat masterpiece, then you just came to the wrong show. Can I tell you what I expected? Exactly what it was. It was I two guys beating each other up. I expected a lot of backyard wrestling with bleeding the hard way. Yeah, I mean, well, they, they, they check, check, and check. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't bust out the fluorescent lights we were talking about that at one point. I think that's a no-no. I honestly, I don't think, think Tony Khan would ever let anywhere near I the building. I think in like top-tier professional wrestling, you like, can't do that stuff. That, that, that's a big yeah. no-no. Yeah, yeah, no, you can't do that. Uh, but yeah, we saw barbed wire. We saw barbed wire bats. We saw thumbtacks. We saw we saw alcohol. I this that's just, I've never alcohol, seen that spot before. Alcohol. I've never seen that spot before, where you know Moxley has the thumbtacks all over his back because he received the back body drop onto the thumbtacks. Ouchie. And then Kingston pours rubbing alcohol uh, listen, all over his back. Like I said to you during the match, as painful as it was. At least he's, you know, sanitized now. Yeah, there you go. We've infections. all been there. The no infections. We've rolled onto thumbtacks and then our buddy comes over and pours some alcohol all over you. We've all been there. Just for fun. Just for, <laughs> just for giggles. <laughs> uh, the, I mean, yeah, so there, this match was um, mucho bloodo, uh, mucho violenzo. You sound like my kids. That's not real Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> The match, the match, we didn't even see uh, a paradigm shift in this match. Like, no, it was just, it was just a fight. This match was, I would have actually been disappointed if I saw a move. Yeah, what we did see was the finish where John Moxie grabbed uh, barbed wire, wrapped it around his arm, and then put Kingston in like a something like a headlock kind of thing, almost. I want to say it's. Well, Kingston punched him in the face with a. Fistful of barbed wire. That, that also happened. We skipped yeah. over that. I apologize. Yeah, listen, we, we summarize it by saying it was a straight up fight with a lot of bleeding the hard way. Much, mucho barbed wire, mucho tontaco, mucho bloodo. Mucho, why do you still do Stop this to yourself? Talking Spanish like Justin. You're making me, that's my son, by the way. That makes me mad. He does that all the time. I'm sorry, yo. I'm like, that's not real Spanish. <laughs> so, of course, Moxley retains. Because, duh, uh, Eddie Kingston shouts, I quit, when he's in that barbed wire Honestly, I didn't headlock hear thing. I heard him muff, mumble something, the reference, and that was like, oh. I yeah, no, he was like, oh, okay, okay, I quit, I quit. Which, you know what? In the predicament he was in, if he shouted, I quit, it kind of would have killed it. At, at least we didn't get, like, a yelled, overdubbed, mankind, I quit, when the guy was, like, unconscious. Which is, which is now <laughs> recognized as a scandal, by the way. I know, I know. So... Yeah, Moxley retains, and, and you know, he he checks on Kingston because you know they're still friends or whatever. Kingston but, wasn't having it. Fade we, to black. Good night. Basically, Moxley's no, the, you missed Kenny Omega coming out. 
and mouthing some stuff that we have absolutely no idea what he said. And then he waved goodbye, turned around, and walked off the stage. That was weird. I mean, because Kenny won the... Jump into the ring and go nose to nose with him. Saying, nope. I'm coming for you. Not Kenny. I'm coming for you. Not Kenny. I'm the cleaner. I'm coming for you. You're the cleaner with a little bit of Ralph Cramden touch right now. I so we, so now that we've already touched on, on Kenny coming in and confronting... Sort of confronting Moxley. We were talking about this during the show. Whenever Kenny does take up Moxley for the match, this needs to be a wrestling match. And I think the setup between now and then has to be Kenny reiterating to John Moxley, you are not a wrestler. I am the greatest wrestler alive today. Eight time. I am the wrestler best wrestler of the year. Of, exactly. I have wrestled, you know, in the biggest arenas against the biggest wrestlers, against the biggest names. What have you done? He just other needs than to wrestle the Lord, and that's it. Stop it. He is done. He's been like, I wrestled all these guys, and all you've done is beat some guys with some barbed wire. Oh. You know, he should really go after Moxley's ring ability. Kenny is the heel in this, and he should do everything you're saying. Yeah. This is, if you want to be the all-elite wrestling champion, your wrestling better be elite. Use the name of the company against them. Yeah. You call yourself the, the best wrestler in the world right now? You're not a wrestler. You're a brawler. You're a fighter. What do you guys, I'm a wrestler. What do you guys you're say at least once a week on the weeklies now? It writes itself. Yeah. I mean, I, that's the direction I think it should go. If they do, I don't know. But I trust that if they don't go in that direction, they'll do something else that's going to work. Listen, I trust AEW way more to somewhat do it right. But... You know, there is that 10% of the time where they forget who they are. Yeah. So, gentlemen, first things first. Let's talk about our match of the night, shall we? Gentleman was my father. Watch your oh, mouth. Oh, God. Dad was never a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is not your therapy session, okay? I'm just saying, you're going to bring your dad up in this. Put those feelings back of, back in that dark box. Goose Fraba. Not Goose Father. Damn. <laughs> Faja, right. can you hear me? <laughs> Alright, so let's talk about... Let's talk match of the night. Who wants to go first? I got it. Go ahead, Tommy Boy. I I enjoyed Kenny and, uh, and Paige. Like, they... I was shocked it was the opener. But I could see why it was the opener. It got us, like, it got us out of our seats. It did everything right. And um, I love the one-up, uh, one-upsmanship. I love the, uh, you know what? I know you so well. You can't beat me with that. It's, yeah. Kenny Page, my match. In the my match. favorite is the uh, Hardy Compound one. That was the my favorite. The Elite Deletion. The uh, the what was it called? The Elite Deletion. Elite Deletion. I love that match. See, I I enjoyed it, but I have I have trouble giving a cinematic my match of the night. So, I was going to say, since you've already given a nod to Kenny and Hangman, I was going to go Elite Deletion. But you did that. So. Well, you didn't give me, you didn't let me say my reason why. I, I, I'm not, I'm God, giving you your, he's you the one who cut you me off. on this podcast. He cut you, you off. You want my opinion. Your partner, And then you're like, your oh, let's just move on to my feelings and what I like. Your partner's the one who cut you William. off. Yeah, but I fed him and gave him 
Thank you. Oh he was he was he was handing me the tray with a whole bunch of cookies and milk, and then you're like, "Ooh, cookies and milk! Ooh, I'm gonna take them!" Cookie Monster. Can't stand you. Anyway, <laughs> so I liked it. I'm being nice to you tonight because you of the you know two old school wrestlers, all the ridiculousness, the fireworks brought back childhood memories. <laughs> And that's we it. Okay, now, now what do you think? We had some fireworks in person too tonight. That's right, there was a couple of fireworks that went off. You're right. Okay, your turn, Will. Thanks. You sure you don't want to import more feelings? No, you hurt me enough. Guys, we, guys, we have group after the show. We just got to end the show first. <laughs> group after the show. You see what time it is? I got to sleep after the show. Okay, what time do you got to be at work tomorrow? <laughs> I don't, baby! Dude, yeah, I got to leave the house in like three hours. I'm off. No Sundays well, for three today, weeks right? in a row. Yo, no shut Sundays up and give us your match of the night. Three weeks in a row. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Don't getting into a whole song. Like right? Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I wanted to be like, all right, if you said Kenny and you said the deletion, I'll say Young Bucks, but I'm going to be real here. My match of the night for me was Kenny versus Hangman. You got to be honest. Because... You know what? We didn't watch the first half of the Young Bucks. I enjoyed... Look, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed Young Bucks versus FTR. But it wouldn't be fair for me to give them my match of the night when I went before and said, oh, it didn't live up to my expectations. Not only that, we kind of weren't paying attention to the first half of the match. We weren't. Yeah. We were drinking booze. We were talking about old school wrestling. Still am. (laughs) Adult beverages, as as Shades calls it. I miss Shades. Yeah, me too. Where is he? Connecticut. Yo, who goes to Connecticut? He's got a family function. The champ. Isn't there like a quarantine kind of thing going on here? No, 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 no. no. Connecticut's in one of the hand holding states. We don't quarantine from them. Do we test them for like three days? No, 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 no. Hand holding state. Um. I don't see him anyway. Aww. The last time they recorded in person was here back. For yeah. Out. Yeah. Wow. It's true. That's a long time ago. Long time. I think I've seen him like five times total since Corona. Aww. How's that of... make you feel? It's been tough, you know? Again, group weird. sessions after this. Let's go with the uh, radio. All right. Now. So, as <laughs> <laughs> always, when it comes to, you know, wrestling shows, some people like to give star ratings. Some people like to give grades. We here at Grapples to Apples, we give our topes. You get zero topes if you are a heaping abomination to the world of professional wrestling that should never exist. Most WWE. Damn. Oh, sorry. Or, you, you know, you get five stars if you are the greatest show that needs to be watched by everybody. Omega Okada. So, depending on where you land, that's how many topes we give you. So, typically, we'll start at a 2.5 and then, you know, depending on how good or how bad the matches are, we'll go up and down. Tommy Boy, it looks like you're ready to go. It looks like you're itching to go. Oh, that could also just be something that you, you and your wife need to discuss. But, um... <laughs> wow! What did I do to you? I'm, I'm sorry, I love you. Because you're going to itch. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. Do I have to count the pre-show match? Because I was kind of, you know, at the I mean, I typically this. do, but if you don't want to... I mean... I typically don't give it much weight. I was but... side-eyeing it mostly while I was, you know, making sure the food wasn't burning. Mm, food. So uh, I'm I'm really not gonna. Oh, give the food it was good. Thank you, by the way. Yeah, you're welcome. Word. Tommy Boy Cook. Thank you, Tommy Boy. As always. Word. So the the pre-show, I'm not gonna give it much weight because if I did, I'd be kind of lying to myself with it. Mm-hmm. But like you and I were discussing, and I I was kind of trying to do this throughout the night so we'd have our ratings ready to go. 
Um, what did we say? I think we gave it three quarters of a point. We went. I went from a two five to a three uh, three two five. Okay. For uh, for Kenny and Hangman. Mm-hmm. Cassidy and Silver. You know. Comedy match didn't really offend me, but not enough for me to go any first. So I'm still a three two five. Mm-hmm. Darby Cody, I'll give it a quarter of a point, bring it to three and a half because they they had potential to be better than what they were. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and Rose, I'm gonna stay level there. I gotta be honest. Because they we didn't live up to the hype, I'm gonna knock a corner of a point for the tag match. Wow, okay. Again, like you said, the hype train. Yeah. Remember, you wanted to give it to the match of the night, but at the end of the day you couldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. Choo choo. So back at a three two five. Mm-hmm. Harding Guevara, bring it up back up to uh <clears throat> excuse me. A three five. MJF Jericho. Didn't really watch the match, but predictable as hell. Really didn't care about it. You know what? End of the day, I think I'm going to end my night at a... I think a 3-5 will do it. Okay. I can't move off a 3-5. Like, I want to say 3-7-5, but I don't... I'm not there. Okay. Sir, maker of babies? That's the baby maker. I said it in the. That's but we're the saying it in deletion. Exactly. Maker. I said it in the. But we way. said no, it in the. Give me my intro. Give me my intro. Like like what's his like the announcer does. The big. Come on, come on. Give it to me. But you're not in the title match. Uh, I am in a title match. No, you lost that. That's right. I have three kids now. <laughs> I lost. All right. Give, give me. All right. Three point uh, You guys know. <laughs> I already. I already told you guys what I liked he about can't the do match. match. I, well, we started at 2.5, right? 3.0. Jericho just completely depleted me recently, and I take two full points off. You guys know exactly what match I love the most. You guys know that I, I enjoyed the rest of the show. 3.0. That's my final offer. Take it or leave it. Okay, fair enough. Um, I'm starting at 2.5. As always, the pre-show match doesn't do anything for me, so that stays at 2.5. Kenny and Hangman, I'll bring it up a whole point to 3.5. Uh, Cassidy and Silver stays at 3.5. Allen and Rose stays at 3.5. Sheeta and Rose knock it down to 3.25. Uh, Bucks versus FTR back to 3.5. Um, maybe even 3.75. Party and Guevara will take it up to a 4. MJ and Chris stays at 4. Moxie and Kingston stays at 4. I'll go with the four tope kind of night. Wow, you're generous today. See, I might have to text you a new rating. Okay. Because remember, I did not see sure. most of the mods that the, the um, MJF Jericho match. Sure. You the ain't pre- missing much. The pre-show won't affect me. So no. if I watch the Moxley and Jericho match and I'm like, okay, that was a solid match, you might get the 375 out of it. Okay, me. that's fair. I just, to me, I enjoyed Hangman and Omega and then... The Bucks and FTR enough to give it a boost. And then I also went in Cassidy and Silver and then Darby and Cody. I thought were also good enough matches yep. that I'm not going to knock them down. I'll either keep them where they are or I'm going to give them a little bit. And then the final deletion, I mean the elite deletion, had me rolling. Like, yeah. 
you know, I could be faking the funk, but I think at least a four's got to be at least where, where I'm at, minimum. Like I said, I can do 375 if I watch that last match and that match that I missed and say, yeah, that was a decent match. I hear you. I can't, I can't, I don't disagree with your four, but personally, sure. I can't go there. That's fine. Hey, to each their own. Because you know what? I gave the first double or nothing a four, and we were on the edge of our seat the entire night. I hear that. I hear that. I can't put that at the same level. That's fair. That's fair. I may have to rewatch that. I don't know. Yeah. See, because to me, like, I already, in my head, I know where my five is. So, well, like, you're not going to get that again. And so, if, 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 if I'm not going to get that, that, that quality, then I know I'm not there. And remember, behind Shades, who's the second worst, who's the yeah. second hardest grader you know? And on the same spectrum, I also know who I would give my zero to. And so, like, <laughs> you know, if Drunk you're not Jeff this, Hardy. if you're not this, then, you you're know, you're getting somewhere in the middle. It was a solid Which, pay-per-view. Yeah, I thought so. I thought it was it, a solid. I thought it, it was not better than a socks off, but it was, like, like, entertaining. If you put money down on and to watch it, you didn't lose your money. I agree. I thought it was better than average. I thought it was worth what it is, you know. With your permission, sir. And you can tell me if you want to save this for the weekly, mm-hmm. but I do have Thunderdome info for you. We could either do this on the weekly next week, or you can grant me a couple of minutes now. I would say let's save it for the weekly. Yes, sir. Just because of where we are time-wise. Guess what? That means you people's got to listen. That's it. There you go. And if you don't listen, I ain't telling you in person, so don't ask me. And you know where you can listen to that? On SoundCloud.com. Oh, that's apples. That's Grabbles, the number two apples, baby. If you don't like SoundCloud, you got Apple Podcasts, you got Google Podcasts, you got iHeartRadio. It doesn't matter where you're listening. As long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com and Twitter.com. That's Grapples to Apples. Again, that's Grapples the number two. two. Apples, like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you're going to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible. Because, man, do we appreciate it. As always, I've been one of your hosts. Ill Will the Thrill. The Poetarian. Shakespearean Candidate. Major English. Whatever you need me to be. That's why I be. Because, baby, that's who I is. Join on this very special edition by two lovely men. Lovely men's who you who are you, my lovelies? Well, I'm not lying, we did have barbecue, we did have beer, mm-hmm. but we were in the suburb suburb, so we can't really say suburban brothers were here because the suburban brothers we kind of do live, live here. here. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy boy, joined by whatever baby making the, the baby, baby maker. maker. Maker of babies. The maker of babies. Big Daddy Hugo in the house. In Tommy's house, again. Bloody hell. <laughs> Hopefully next week's weekly episode, we will have Shades back on the show, and he'll give you some of his Yay! thoughts on on uh, on the show for tonight. But until then, don't forget to check out our episodes last week, this week, next week, and every other week, because an apple a day keeps a bad wrestling away. Peace. Good night. Nice.